perseverance mixed with dedication. You've got to keep going. Feels like the end of the road. It's getting harder to steer. When you're losing control, just keep your hands on the wheel and keep going. This quote is from Rochester, a rapper here in Toronto. That title song is Perseverance, and it's from his latest 2020 album, Dreams Don't Have Deadlines. Welcome to to the Dr. Cliff podcast. I think I'm going to steal the title of his song for the title of this episode, Perseverance. Feels like the end of the road is getting harder to steer. When you're losing control, just keep your hands on the wheel and keep going. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is Dr. Cliff on the Dr. Cliff podcast, pardon me, the Dr. Cliff podcast titled Perseverance. I'm here with my favorite guest ever, my daughter. Happy birthday, Emily. You turned 20 yesterday. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Yay, exciting. So I wanted to uh, talk about uh, perseverance and us persevering and trying to get uh, our dream, which doesn't have a deadline, our dream come true, uh, which is getting the Dr. Cliff Worldwide Vet, Dr. Cliff and Daughter Worldwide Vet show (laughs) (laughs) on TV. Um, For those of you who listen, and I appreciate it very much, um, be sure to shout, give me a shout out and uh, give me a comment to one of those uh, beautiful five stars on the uh, Spotify podcast app. Um, but mostly just tell your friends and, and keep listening. Um, we had a, uh, a podcast uh, talking about optimism uh, maybe about a month ago, and I actually talked about uh, Emily and how Emily kind of got me to uh, get back doing the podcast. And uh, on that episode, uh, I actually started talking a little bit about the the, this Dr. Cliff Worldwide Vet TV show and sort of some of the pitfalls, uh, especially lately that you and I had uh, hit, Emily, that we weren't able to get the thing going. We came oh so close. We actually kind of had verbal green light with uh, a major broadcast company here in Canada. Mm-hmm. And uh, then everything changed when the new president came in and basically closed down their in-house production department and fired two-thirds of the executives and 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 whatnot. So I figured we would actually talk about our uh, trip to India, our trip to Egypt, and the YouTube channel, and uh, nothing sort of super awesome, but I do have some, some news I haven't uh, told you about for the people what? I've talked to in <laughs> India. So, okay. um, yeah, let's... Uh, I mean, first, how did, uh, let's talk about that, that faded day in mid January when, uh, I told you that things weren't going to work out with, uh, with this broadcast company that they ended up, uh, sort of pulling the, pulling the plug on our, on our plans. Um, I know how it made me feel. (laughs) How did it make, how did it make you feel, Emily? Yeah. I mean, with COVID and everything going on, I definitely say, it is hard to plan anything, but it was nice to have something that was sort of like, this is most likely going to be happening. Um, and we've never been so close before um, to getting the show up and running. So it was definitely sad and upsetting. I definitely think more more so for you because it's your dream prim- primarily, but for me as well, like that would have been a completely life-changing experience for me. And, you know, I'm sure 
at least I'm I'm hopeful that it will it will still end up happening. But um, it definitely was a, a hard pill to swallow. Yeah, and uh, you know I kind of started thinking about it just the last few days, which is why I brought it up on on this episode. And I think it'd be kind of cool to actually uh, uh, not keep it quiet. Um, we hadn't told anyone about, no. about this sort of opportunity. And again, we had, we had received a verbal green light from the head of the developing part department, this key executive who had the authority, had the budget to make this show a reality. And, uh, it was a, it was a friend of our producers. Um, so that's how we sort of got our foot in the door and uh we were ready and and it was she'd kind of said you know give us a couple of months though they were dealing on some stuff uh in-house this major project i don't think she knew what was about to happen a couple months later but she basically said yeah we're gonna deal with this in a couple of months but trust me you know i promise you it's gonna happen sort of thing um and you and i didn't we we sort of decided not to tell anyone i mean i told my wife uh, i told you um yeah you know, that's pretty much about it. I didn't tell the boys. I didn't tell my parents. I didn't tell anyone at work. That was it. I didn't even tell my stepson, you know, basically you and my wife and my two dogs got to hear about it. Um, <laughs> but they promised they wouldn't tell anyone. Um, did you tell anyone, Thalia? She's sitting right here watching us do this podcast. Um, I mean, I didn't want to tell anyone, one, because then they wouldn't keep asking, hey, what's the plan? What's the plan? What's the plan? I just wanted to wait until it was sort of signed, sealed, and delivered. But there was also a little bit of superstition, you know, that it, and, and maybe somewhere deep inside me, I had this feeling something wasn't, wasn't going to work out. Well, you've also been chasing this dream for, what, 10 years now? So you've been close before, obviously never this close, but there have been other situations where, you know, you've gotten people that seem really interested and then at the last minute, you know, decide that they want to go in a different direction. So there's that part too of like sort of saving yourself and, and the more people that know, the more that it would hurt when yeah. it doesn't happen, if it doesn't happen, you know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think it was all of that sort of mixed in and, you know, uh, and I've told, we've told some people since then about how close we came and, and whatnot. After a few days of sort of wallowing in sorrow and sadness, um, we just kind of picked up steam and said, screw it, let's, let's keep working. I mean, let's start reaching out to other broadcasters because we'd only reached out to her uh, due to her relationship with our producer. Let's reach out to other broadcasters. Let's reach out to broadcasters through our executive producer in the UK and in the US. And then we kind of started talking about uh, or brainstorming you and I about reaching out to people in India. So that's where we are at now. And I mean, we're still waiting to hear back from our executive producers um, uh, contacts uh, and those may work out very, very well. But um, so I had updated you, I guess, last week about, uh, well, where were we? What, what did I told you about India? Um, we were talking on Monday um, about the people you were, you were in contact with that worked with uh, something Star. I don't remember the company name. <laughs> okay, so it was Star Ma. Yeah, Star Ma. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Star M-A-A. And the, there was two different people you were in contact with. 
um, who one had passed the project off to the other and the other you had sent the, or you were about to send the demo reel and the final day in India. Right. Right. And everyone check out the YouTube page, uh, youtube.com slash DR cliff. The, last day in india i think it's, it's episode an amazing 10. episode um it's either episode nine or ten it's basically titled we say goodbye to india um and it was amazing i think it was daniel that edited it um and it was basically you and i talking about our memories and and saying goodbye to india and, and what effect this trip had and then they did this great job of taking the the highlights, the the highs and the lows, mm-hmm. the emotional points, um, the cool scenes, um, the memories from those previous nine days and nine episodes, and and it was a really nice goodbye to India. So yeah, I sent. Uh, so yeah, that's what happened. Is the the veterinarian team and the rescue team is pretty connected uh, in the Telangana state, which is kind of like the south of India. So although it's one one big country with a billion plus people, then they have different sort of states or provinces and they're almost their own government. Um, they're certainly their own language, um, which is kind of uh, kind of interesting that uh, this one country, they've got people working together that don't even speak the same hundreds language. Hundreds of dialects, hundreds of dialects that they have. Yeah, it's quite interesting. Um, quite a quite an amazing uh, place culturally. Yeah. So they had reached out to their friend uh, Suma. Suma is a, a very highly respected uh, TV host uh, in that area, uh, as well as TV producer. Um, she does a lot of sort of uh, pop culture morning morning talk show sort of uh, uh, hosting over the years as well as has this game show that is just for women um, so it's a, a game show and only ladies are allowed to uh, participate which is pretty unique in India um, so she's a, a real uh, pro-woman uh, feminist which is fantastic so she reached out to Swarna and Swarna, um, I was under the impression, I shouldn't even say that, I assumed, because I did a bit of research, I assumed that Swarna was her sort of executive producer type at Star Ma. And Star Ma is the channel that uh, Suma works at and is basically the big channel in, in that state owned by Star One. Uh, which is uh, owned by Disney India. So it's basically they have these, you know, sort of conglomerates. Well, I ended up hearing back from Swarna. She does not work for the station. She's actually, she works for this company called Devo, D-I-V-O. And Devo is a, they started out in 2012 and they were a uh, music distribution company. Okay. And... You know, they had deals and they still have deals with um, like Sony music and, and whatnot. And then they started getting into digital content for film and TV. Hmm. Not only YouTube, but uh, other sort of YouTube-esque services uh, commonly seen in South Asia, in India, and around the area as well, uh, around that sort of part of the world. And they've even gotten into a little bit 
they would say a lot, but so far the research I've found is, is a little bit of um, producing of TV shows and movies on an administrative level and on a distribution level. They do have, I've actually checked them out. Um, they're all in either Hindi or Telangana, I think is the other language, but there are movies on Amazon Prime huh. uh, owned by these cool. guys. Yeah, so we started talking and she basically, she was adorable. Um, she was adorable because, you know, we're talking on the phone uh, via WhatsApp. I remember the day it would, you know, it'd be this five minute process to call India and it would cost you 10 bucks a minute. Um, now it's free. Uh, you just do it through WhatsApp. Mm -hmm. um, but so we talked on the phone. First of all, you hear her talk and I can imagine her head bouncing sort of side to side Aww. as they do. And she used these adorable phrases like, it will be a jolly good time. And let's get the ball bouncing. Aww. You know, <laughs> um, so Swarna works for this company. I get, I get it, the feeling that... And this isn't a slight on her at all. It's actually kind of exciting, I think. I get the feeling that she's somewhat new with them and almost like a freelance. I know she does some writing, uh, like for TV and whatnot, um, but I think she's almost like a freelancer with this company and she's looking for an opportunity to sort of like make her name there, hmm. which is cool. She's going to work hard. She's relatively young. She's unmarried. Uh, I was telling her that it was your birthday yesterday and, and asked Aww. and she said, no, I, I don't have any children. I'm unmarried. She said, you're adorable. Oh, uh, that's so nice. <laughs> um, wow. And so she basically said, I would like to collaborate with you guys. Um, and she is, she's already talked to her bosses who are uh, sort of excited about the, the, the show and we're going to start talking over the next week or two about paperwork that's needed. And I don't mean on a legal side, but paperwork that's needed to create pitch documents for different broadcasters in India, Amazon, uh, Netflix, One Star, which is a streaming service there. And even, and, and this is, you know, I think it's, we're both realizing now that a backup plan is important, that if it takes a while for these broadcasters to kind of recognize the potential of the show that we're talking about, then we can even focus on the online side of it as well, right? And get a big following on that half of the world. I mean, there's only a billion people in uh, India, so um, <laughs> um, on that side of the world and, uh, uh, and then use it to sort of create some buzz around the world. But wow. so that's where we're at. And, and, you know, I haven't signed anything and I, you know, I'm going to be very hesitant to do so for, for quite a while, but like, she seems really cool and seems really excited and uh, I'm going to send her um, sort of more video clips and we're going to talk about sort of episode ideas other than the reality side of it. Um, uh, cause we are really going to promote this as a travel adventure animal rescue hey, show. That's so exciting. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So, you know, that's kind of the, that's the kind of the situation that we're at right now. And, you know, we don't know if anything's going to happen. I honestly do believe that this show is going to eventually get greenlit. I think it really helps having you attached. Um, I think the father daughter story is, is very cool and heartwarming and, mm -hmm. and entertaining. And, you know, that's why I started thinking about, uh, 
Rochester here, the, the, the word Smith from Toronto, the rapper, you know, in this song perseverance, because it has been almost 12 years of, Oh, wow. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's been about 12 years, sort of. I mean, you know, th- there's a few of you that may remember who are listening, the uh, uh, the the local TV show, Rogers TV show that I was on called Your Pet, Your Vet. You say it doesn't actually sound like that, the theme song. Um so your pet, your vet, and and that was 12 years ago, and that's when the sort of the TV thing bit me uh, and it was a live call-in show i was the host uh, with my buddy aaron was the non-veterinarian sort of uh comic relief host, of the group yeah. host um and then we did the online show uh, pet talk 360 and then that's when i started after that ended because aaron's wife had a baby they had kids to take care of and and it was a fun run i started actually reaching out to uh, producers and whatnot and trying to create this show it didn't really become a travel show until about i'm gonna say 2013 late 2013 2014 probably and then my work and the perseverance uh title of this episode really kicked in in january of 2015 which was 18 months before going to jamaica as a, as a way of collecting footage and, and, and whatnot. And, and so Jamaica was four and a half years ago, a little bit more than that. Um, no, exactly four and a half years ago. And it was all from then, from the, the moment we landed after Jamaica, it's been meetings with production companies, signing contracts, not signing contracts, <laughs> kind of acts sort of not accidentally, but inappropriately telling a major production company to shove it when uh, I didn't like their deal. Uh, my lawyer said he should he should be handling it, not me. Uh, so I don't deal with those stuff anymore because the emotions get attached or get mm-hmm. a, get involved. But uh, yeah, that's where we are. And you know what we need to do, what you and I need to do is start thinking of storylines that fall outside of the animal rescue side. So more of the animal or the adventure travel Mm -hmm. that we can add to sort of each episode. Yeah. We kind of talked, I think you and I talked a little bit about Bollywood and it'd be kind of cool to do some Bollywood classes. Yeah. We do some Bollywood classes and, you know, even choreograph a little, uh, uh, What's it called flash mob? Flash Pla- mob, exactly. Yeah, we can do a little flash mob. What's in nice? The streets. There's no India because it's such a big place, and it's also some some place that's so like culturally diverse, but also culturally rich in comparison to here. And also, different states um, within India are very different from each other. There's sort of an endless amount of possibilities from that standpoint of of travelly based things that we we could do. Um, both sightseeing but sort of more beyond that like meeting locals and sort of trying to get involved in local traditions and you know even the different um, cultural events that they have going on and the festivals that they have going on um, are so cool and so different from what we have here Mm -hmm. so I definitely think there's lots we could do yeah and I mean 
look, let's, uh, this is preliminary, but for those listening, you guys can, uh, you know, done am I keeping this quiet? Uh, I think we're going to start <laughs> sharing this with people. And, uh, you know, instead of being superstitious that keeping it quiet is the best thing, um, let's do the exact opposite because that clearly didn't work. Uh, let's do the exact opposite and tell the world, uh, you know, as long as we're not breaking any confidentiality rules, we'll tell the world about our, our dreams and sort of how things are going along. And maybe everyone can uh, throw in a, a, a some good vibes and some good karma and send us some, uh, some positive, uh, energy, but you know, we're looking at probably six episodes. Six episodes is pretty standard for, a for an independent kind of, uh, um, show as a first season, potentially let's, let's assume 30 minute episodes. So with commercials, 23 minutes of footage, um, the first episode would actually, take place and we kind of we pretty much have it already filmed yeah. uh it's our demo reel um the first episode would take place as an introduction of you and i the one thing i cannot do is share the demo reel with uh with viewers uh one day maybe uh, well maybe you'll see it as a as a you know premiere episode <laughs> um but that would be the first episode and it's basically us in canada working with some wildlife rescues here um introducing the sort of the key people and then talking about and doing some flashbacks and, and the demo is amazing. It looks so good. Flashbacks of our trip to India and our trip to uh, Egypt, et cetera, et cetera, Jamaica and Greece. And it would end, the episode would end with us basically landing in India. Mm. Um, so that first episode, there is an amazing animal rescue story that's quite uh, intense and suspenseful and has a happy ending, which is great, and some tears of joy that occur in it. So that's the animal rescue story. And then the side story is us preparing to leave and eventually leaving. So that's one episode. The very last episode, and so the next five would be us in India. The very last episode we're hoping will be Diwali, mm, right? The Festival wow. of Lights. Um, so for those who aren't aware, Diwali is, it's almost a four-week celebration all across India. And they compare it to our Christmas, except it is brighter and louder and, you know, more spiritual and more... Epic. Epic <laughs> and just, you know, they, 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 they... Everyone wears these bright colors and they create these flowered lays, like these flowered necklaces that they give everybody. And they even put them on the dogs, Aww. like the street dogs and the street cattle get these spiritual necklaces to wear. And they make special sweets and foods for your neighbors and your friends and strangers and they make food for the dogs and for the cattle. And like, it's this amazing uh, celebration of life and karma and spirituality and humanity and, and whatnot. And it would be an amazing end to a uh, six episode uh, show. So we got to figure out what the other four are, mm. right? And Bollywood's a great idea. And I'm just brainstorming here, but we're hoping to go to uh, Pune. So another city other than just Hyderabad. And Pune is on the coast. And I have a feeling there's surfing there. 
Hey. And <laughs> I'm a surfer. I've never surfed in the ocean, really. Wow. I mean, I, uh, I did sort of, you know, like a 15 years ago when you were a kid and you, you, uh, you showed us all up and made it to the beach on your first try because uh, you're a dancer and <laughs> yeah, you know, the so, um, so you're really good. Um, but I think it'd be kind of cool to do some surfing in India yeah. if the if the time of year uh, fits. This time you'd definitely be better than me, though. Um, <laughs> I don't know, because like I really just get up on my board and and I guess I'm starting to carve a little bit. Um, I don't know. I'm still so much older than you, obviously, and uh, I think your uh, your youthful uh, athleticism might might make it look a lot easier than I seem to find it to be. But uh, we'll see. Who it's knows? A good episode surfing competition. It'd be fun. It'd be fun. Um, yeah, it'd be fun. <laughs> um, you know, just stuff that's kind of out of the out of the norm. Um, one of the the people who founded and run the animal rescue in Pune is a uh, world-class rock climber hey, and wow. he actually uses that rock climbing and his understanding of rope safety and and elevated rescues and whatnot to rescue animals they're constantly having to rappel down buildings climb up ropes to get animals that are stuck on ledges 20 stories up you know just these crazy rescues um, or just rappelling down into wells and, and mm. rescuing animals that that are swimming and, and almost drowning in these wells. Um, so I think it'd be cool to go rock climbing with this guy. Yeah. Learn some of his skills. And I've done rappelling and I've done some rope work back when I used to, to compete in adventure races. But it would be kind of cool to do some rock climbing with this guy because he teaches this stuff to other rescuers, even human, like even sort of first responder type rescuers he okay. teaches and then potentially use those skills in an actual animal rescue as well right yeah i mean you, we could we could do stuff with the food and the religion you know i could use my judo background and fake a fall by getting hit by a car with the crazy traffic and then we get to experience the hey as long as you don't swear at more taxi drivers yeah I, <laughs> i'll do my best i will always apologize Okay, That's what okay. I'll do is next time I'll apologize. <laughs> the last time you were on the show, we talked about it. So uh, yeah. if people are wondering, they, they can they can check out that episode. But I mean, what else can we what else can we do other than the food and the religion and 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 whatnot? They have um, I mean, it's obviously a very spiritual country. And I know that they have some really interesting like yoga type um, mm. type practices there that we don't really have here. Um, so that would be another fun thing to go try. It, it'd even be interesting too if, yeah, I think I think going to a like an ashram and 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 going and seeing a, a yoga yoga guru and experiencing some of that would be amazing. And I also wonder if it could ever be incorporated or do they incorporate it into um, veterinary medicine? You know, like like acupuncture is common in mm -hmm. in East Asia. Um, you know, would they would they utilize, you know, sort of that lifestyle or that kind of holistic frame of mind? Um, yeah, that would definitely be uh, cool. And if it can help my hip uh, work a little bit better, <laughs> I think go. that would be nice. <laughs> yeah, I, I forgot about that. I mean, what else? What else is going on there? I mean, we would end up coming across so much, right? It's like that gentleman who invited us into his house. Yeah, you know, I I think that's the thing, especially when you and I are traveling, because 
we're both very open to new experiences and trying new things, we typically come across a lot of cool adventures along the way that we would have never been able to plan for. Um, some of my favorite moments traveling in general, but I'm specifically remembering like when we were in Egypt and when we had some time at the shelter and we just ended up like going on a walk and sort of walking around and somebody, I don't know if it was one of us or one of the crew members, but we just pointed out a building and said, let's try and get up there to get some cool shots. And in the process, we met a bunch of kids who ended up, you know, grabbing a soccer ball and playing some soccer with us and showing us around. And that's actually how we ended up getting that private tour of the um, Sahara pyramids. So nice. By, um, by the shelter. So if you think like all of that wouldn't have happened if we weren't just wandering around trying to trying to get on top of a building yeah that's a good so. point um problem is for the pitch document is we are going to need to have a uh right a, a, <laughs> a sort of a, a storyline well yeah. we're going to need a storyline for the non-reality show sort of stuff now it is it is going to be a rough draft isn't the right term just a rough blueprint um, it's basically just going to be a, a general idea that is not written in stone. And it's, it's something that obviously with these great heartfelt moments and, and interesting encounters happen, then we're going to change the storyline. Yeah. Um, or maybe make a seventh episode, you know, like you never, you never know what the possibilities are. So, um, but that's where we're, we're looking at now is, we're, you know, we're still, as we sort of wrap up this podcast, this episode, we're still uh waiting on and 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 very optimistic and hopeful about um our executive producers contacts and i've actually got got word out to a couple of people here in canada as well um i definitely don't want to sort of say their name or say specifically what's going on but so we got a lot of irons in the fire mm. and if let's say the fire is a lot hotter or potentially hotter and some of the other irons like the ones the UK and and uh, and and Netflix and Nat Geo in the US and stuff like that but if none of that works we've got a plan to volunteer to help out with animals to experience some amazing adventures to film it and potentially um, get a show greenlit in india and the surrounding areas which you know unfortunately the people here in canada couldn't watch it however you gotta you gotta assume if you know a father-daughter team from animal rescue team from from toronto from canada ends up going and volunteering in india and has a tv show in india about it the Canadian broadcasters, pick it up. they got to be interested in that. Yeah. Like it, it would just, and if not, then uh, we knock on the door on Netflix and just, <laughs> <laughs> they need Canadian content too. So yeah. yeah, a lot of options, a lot of options. And that's, I guess, how I'm staying optimistic and, and how I'm persevering through all this. Yeah. I mean, definitely when it comes to perseverance, you're one of the most, I don't know. You're one of the best people at that that I know. And I find that it is a balance between knowing what you can control, which is yourself, knowing what you can't control, and that no matter how hard you work and how much how much effort you you put into something, it doesn't always work out. You know, like 
you were telling me the other day, you know, I was going on, oh, I'm, it's going to work out. It's going to work out. It's going to work out. And you were actually the one that said, well, there's a real possibility that it won't, you know, given the work that we put in, it's not necessarily the most likely option, but it's still something that might happen. And I mm -hmm. think it's good of you to recognize that also. Um, and to recognize even just from your perspective and my perspective, how much we are willing to take on and how much work we are willing to put into it without hitting that breaking point um, of feeling so tired and so exhausted that we give up. And it's a really difficult balance that I definitely struggle with, but you seem to to be pretty good at finding, finding a good balance between the two. Uh, you don't see me at 530 in the morning, <laughs> right, the right. occasional morning where I'm, I'm doing my push-ups and chin-ups and doing my workout. And I'm, I'm, I'm literally sort of swearing at the guy in the mirror, calling them names and saying, just, just don't give up, just keep going. And then, but it works like 10 minutes later, you know, I, I push through the, the, the darkness, um, <laughs> push through the, the, the pessimism, I guess. Yeah. Um, but yes, I would say, 95% of the time I'm optimistic and even now I'm I don't want to say I'm not optimistic the show's going to make I'm not optimistic the show is going to be made but I am optimistic that we're going to give it our our best try yeah. and I am optimistic that and it's such a cliche but as long as you try your hardest and you're doing something that you love and God, I love this so much doing the traveling and, and volunteering with you and, and experiencing what we're experiencing, then that in itself will end up being uh, a huge uh, success um, in our own lives. And as long as you're not expecting there to be much money left over in the will when I pass away, <laughs> uh, there'll, be, there'll be enough for your children if you have kids. Uh, yeah. Who knows? Um, but, uh, uh, you know, I am, I am, I am going to, if this doesn't work it out, I'm certainly spending some of uh, our retirement money, uh, my wife and I, and she's okay with it, which, whew, thank goodness. But, uh, yeah, so I am, I am optimistic that we're going to persevere and keep trying and having have a good time doing it 95 percent of the time and uh if it doesn't work out um no one is going to be able to say that we didn't give it our all yeah. and that it wasn't a a noble goal yeah and and we've had conversations about this too but at the end of the day it comes down to why do you want you know a tv show produced and why do you want a tv show to be filmed and it's not necessarily for the fame or for the money you know it's it's helpful because it means you don't have to finance it yourself to, mm -hmm. to have a tv show right but at the end of the day it is about challenging yourself and mm -hmm. helping the world and helping the planet and helping the animals and that's something where even if the tv show doesn't happen like you will at least feel fulfilled that you've given it everything that you have and you will still potentially have the possibility of getting to do that. It just won't be, you know, as easy from the financial standpoint of, um, of, you know, somebody writing you a check and, you know, you being able to take time off work and go, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. No, it's been a it's been a wonderful ride and uh, a lot of ups and downs and we hit it down uh, about a month ago but uh, we're slowly back. we're slowly bouncing back and and Getting I the do, ball rolling there you go <laughs> and 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 we've persevered through the 
the the tough times and and you know i'm optimistic that uh, the future is bright and it's going to be enjoyable and we're going to keep doing this podcast and i'm going to have some some great guests coming up soon um i think we should try and commit to one another to have you on as a guest once a month yeah that'd be fun uh, that'd be great we can uh kind of talk about the show and our our plans and so let's uh let's use that as a segue to wrap this up um everyone who's listening to this keep your eye on us and 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 check out all the other episodes and the, and the guests that are coming up are pretty cool a lot of uh veterinarians from around the world and and vet techs and animal rescue people and whatnot but also you know once every four weeks maybe we're gonna have a talk about the show and maybe we'll change the podcast name we should change it from the dr cliff podcast to like dr cliff and emily emily sometimes occasionally dr cliff and emily want a tv show something like that something like that (laughs) please give us money to go across the world that's right um yeah um and watch the youtube and share and comment and like and all that stuff i guess that's about it what else uh follow us on instagram right at dr cliff worldwide vet and at edance.07 nice uh, it'll be on the, uh, it's on the little, uh, summary page. Oh, and last but not least. Be kind to animals. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> she thought I was going to say it too. I did. I just let her do it. There we um, go. Thanks for listening. And we are out of here. Goodbye. But I still graduate. The mistakes that I made was my only education. Perseverance mixed with dedication. You got to keep going. Right? You gotta keep going. Look, feels like the end of the road. It's getting harder to steer. When you're losing control, just keep your hands on the wheel and keep going.